right. 60 minutes of funk or more starting now. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I wish that bitch would scratch my record. <laughs> <laughs> we was over there talking about uh, who's a better rapper, Biggie or fucking um, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. And we was talking about how Tony A was uh, over here, uh, oh. over here charging him up on his own show. Sorry, man, it's just no material. Biggie only had two out. Yeah. Wow. We'll get back to that later. Wow. Wow. Welcome to the King Star of the Day podcast. Welcome, everybody. What's going down? No, it's H Time. H Tizzle. You got T Swing. T Swing. King Star of the Day. King Star of the Day podcast. You don't play my fucking very uncensored podcast. Very uncensored. Very uncensored. It's say bitches and hoes. Going on with your T Swin, I ain't seen you in a while. Man, been out here grinding, man, trying to make things happen, man. T Swizzle is an author. Make dreams come true. Write books and shit. Turn ideas into reality, man. I'm out there hustling in Vegas. He's over there writing books. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was that authentic. This guy with the red collar. I am not that smart, folks. Shout out to Dimitri Papadopoulos and his daughter Roses. Yes, Shout out to the money team. Yeah. Shout out to Las Vegas in the building. Leonard Ellaby. What's happening? Yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome to the King's Thunder Day Podcast Season 3, Episode 7. This is part two of Once Upon a Time in Las Vegas. Lucky seven, man. Lucky number seven. Right, 
zero. Take a flight, late night. She wanted, she get the fight. Say if you want to get a fight. Like Mike. Off the top of the dome, my daughter right. Mike Tyson said, you had it all together until you got popped in the mouth. <laughs> Everybody's got it together until you get bust in the mouth. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> and y'all saying my name, put some respect on yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back. Mm. Welcome back. I miss you, man. I miss you. What's it's going down? Bad. I hear you are an author. You're writing a book. It's official. It's official. Like a referee whistle. Yeah. Do tell. Hey, you got Do you tell. Got a book, man. Pre-order. Some pre-order right now. Coming out soon. The name of the book is Love is for Suckers. Love is for Suckers. And you can go pre-order it right now on NTABW.com, man. Go get it right now. Pre-order your copy, man. It's a good story of the maze of love. Somebody's taking ups and downs. By trying to find love and going through different relationships, man, this young man, he goes through a lot, but he comes out triumphant on the end. Okay. Autobiography or, uh, how do you say it, like uh, historical fiction? How, <laughs> how, how do you want to, how would you describe the book? Let's say uh, fiction, romance, uh, contemporary. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Um, what motivated you to write the book? Man, uh series of life events that I've witnessed through certain things and seen with other people and they're, they're dealing with relationships. So yeah, man, I, I say, man, I got, I got a bunch of stories I could tell them I could tie together, you know, mm -hmm. about ups and downs, man, I've seen from other people in their relationships and marriages. Right. And, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, you know, the sad part is we've talked about this on many shows, many yeah. shows it's like, you know, in America, there really is no benefit for a man at least a man of any, uh, a man of a uh, high value to be married. Yeah. There, there's, there's not, you know, and ladies, I'm not trying to sound misogynistic or nothing like that, but I mean, in all seriousness, there really is no benefit. Zero. It's damn near, um, damn near the way it's leaning, man. It's almost like for no man, even if you high value or not. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. crazy um, in these streets, man. Uh, if you want to kind of give somebody a taste of the book, um, do you have like any, you know, I don't know, like a tidbit or anything that, you know, for, you know, for, you know, the fans that are watching that follow yeah, you. Man, well, yeah, I man, mean, you could go, you can read the description on the website, but it's a, it's a story about a young man named Troy and his, uh, his travel and his journey through love from him being a young man all the way to going up and joining the military and right. 
meeting his, his, you know, his first wife and all kind of stuff, man, falling in love and getting, having a family, creating a family and the trials and, and, and tests that he goes through. Okay. Uh, with marriage, relationships, dealing with women, <laughs> dealing with the opposite sex. I got you. So, I mean, you know, because I just don't know, and probably, you know, for people that are aspiring writers, that are aspiring writers, um, was it a difficult process actually writing a book, getting published? You know, you know I just don't know. Because, I mean, I'm, I've been trying to write, you know, um, The Last American Hustler, like, for years, you know? No, and no. it's not, I'm not done yet. I have, like, 33 chapters written. But it's just, like, the, the thing is, it's just, for me, it's an autobiography. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not pulling no punches. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, for, for, for me, it's like I get I get writer's block or, you know, hold on, I think I'm a little loud. Um, for me, it's like um, I'm so torn. When I'm writing, I get torn because it's like, you know, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but at the same time, they fucked me over. You know, so for me, it's like, mm. it, it's so, you know, it's it's like, you know, um, um, how do you say this? For me, it's like I just shut down. Yeah. You know, I just, I, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, I, I subconsciously just shut down and I, I guess I purposely forget things. And it's funny because, yeah. like, I have, like, you would remind me of things that I subconsciously just, like, swept under the rug and I forgot about it because things that are very traumatic to me, I forget about it, you know, and then it's like, I don't, I don't want to think about that anymore. So for me, that's why I never really finished. And then it's like, I'll, I'll kind of get like motivation. And I'll start writing again. And then I'll kind of come up to another, you know, a turning point that was extremely traumatic for me. Yeah. And I'm just, I just shut down. So for me, it's just so difficult for me to finish, you know, because I'm literally, I mean, the whole, it's my whole life, you know, and I mean, just kind of like the show, the show is an open book, you know? Yeah. So it's like, if we were to go from the beginning of, uh, you know, the first episode to where we are now, I think we're like 30 30 some odd episodes in yeah. it's pretty much the damn book, you know, you know, so it's like, I guess it shouldn't be that hard. I just spoke it versus writing it, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, my hat's off to you, bro. No, it was, it's not a hard process. You know me, I, you know me, I damn, I got a memory like an elephant. Most I'm, people cheat though. They, they hire ghostwriters. They sit with somebody. It's almost yeah, like they, they have they, therapy with them. And then a lot of times these people like famous people, somebody seeks them out and say, Hey, you should write a book. I'm gonna help you do it. And they just sit down and the other person, you know, they paraphrase, they write it down and then they, they make it fly. But for me, for me, for me, it's like, if you didn't write your own book or if you didn't write your own music, if you're, it, for me, it's not authentic, you know? And that's one thing I can yeah. definitely say about our audience. You know, the ones that do follow us or the, like whenever I meet them in person. Yeah. And one thing they always comment about the show is they're like, dude, you know, it's like, I really like your show because you're so authentic. You know, and the yeah. funny thing is, is like, you know, I'm like, guys, we don't write, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't write the show. We don't write the show. So it's just like, you know, we just come up with some good topics. So for example, it's like, it's right here. You know, I'll just sit there. I'll take an alpha brain. <laughs> I take an alpha brain pill. I'm like, I want to talk about this, that, yeah. this, that, this, that. But did we write it? No. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, if it comes up, it comes up. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Because for me, it has to be organic. It has to be authentic, yeah. you know? So nothing is scripted. You know, it's like either we want to talk about it or we don't. Either we get to it or we don't. Yeah. You know. Now, man, the process, man, it wasn't hard at all, man. Um, <clears throat> it's, been something, it's been something I've been kind of putting on the back burner, but I say this year, man, I'm getting it out. That's good. So what do you, what? so here's my next question. So what is next for you? Or what do you, what do you see next for um, T-Swin in the future? I know you, I know you got, you know, um, 
you know, the transportation music. And uh, you mentioned to me you're you're going to put out maybe a second ver- second volume. But what do you oh, man. What, what do you see next? Let's see, man. I ain't gonna give everybody the, uh, all my info because I want y'all to pay pay attention and just watch me, man. I got some stuff. In the okay, place. I'm not trying to spill the beans. I'm just I'm just I'm just pay asking, man. Okay. Watch. Go to mcabw.com. Hit the like button. And keep fool. your eyes open. Yeah, and, and don't forget <laughs> that. Hit the like button, fool. Exactly. Keep watching. You got these swim. Put some respect on my name. Hey, man. You know I'm a creator. Y'all saying my name? Put some respect on it. I'm a creator, man. I got you. I'm an artiste. I got you. I would just say this in all seriousness. I would say this in all seriousness. And I'm speaking the shit into the existence. And I've always been really good at this. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Nah, you're true. Okay. This is what I want in all seriousness. Idealistically, I would like to, you know, to be able to get the show, you know, where we're actually getting paid, um, mm-hmm. a, you know, what we want, you know, I want to be able to continue to do what we do mm-hmm. and then preferably go and re- go remote and kind of do what we want when we want, however we want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this is, I feel that the world needs me. As crazy as it sounds, I feel like the world fucking needs me. And it's like, I want to act. I want to be an actor, bro. And I want to work for 50 Cent. And he recently bought a studio. Louisiana. Was it G? Exactly. G Unit Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I love power. Mm-hmm. I absolutely fucking love the writers of that show. That show is so well written. BMF. It's so well written, but I'm gonna have to say, if I was to rate them all, my absolute favorite power is yeah. book three, Raising Canaan. I love it. It was, it, 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 you know, it's it's historic fiction. It was, you know, uh, written in the 90s, like 1991, 1992. Yeah. You know, New York City, Dookie Chains, you know, Big Daddy Kane, that, that, that type of era, you know, yeah. you know, you know, you know, the, 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 you know, the crack years, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the crack years, Nino Brown, you know. New Jack City years. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, it's just like, projects. yeah, it's just like, I could just so relate to this because this was the era that we grew up in. Yeah. You know, it was our music. It was our culture. It was everything. And it's yeah. just like, man, it's just like, it's like, it's like, I'm there. It's so well written. You know, there's always a cliffhanger. And then on top of that, I love Tommy Egan. He's not part of that, but I love Tommy fucking Egan. I love it. You know, so um, we have a friend. We have a mutual friend that uh, I, I would have to kind of say that uh, we can kind of relate to a, as a Tommy Egan. We call him Big David, you know, mm-hmm. and David is kind of like I've known. Da- well, we have known David since fuck elementary school. Yeah. He's like this big six foot five, you know, bearded, you know, bear, you know, and he kind of uh, he he kind of like looks like uh, I, I would say he's very popular now because he looks exactly like Taylor Swift's boyfriend. And he's just like the epitome of Kelsey. Yeah. He looks exactly like him. Mirror yeah. image. Six five and everything, beard and everything. But this dude here, he's just got a rotten. He got Travis Kelsey face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's funny, man. Like he's just like, dude, he just pulls bitches, bro. All he does is pull bitches. He will go into a fucking sandwich shop and he'll 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 pull the manager and next thing you know, he's like, Yeah, man, I went over to the sandwich shop and I'm beating down the manager in the back. And then I'm like, What? Like, yeah, you know, I'm like, God damn, dude. So he just sit there and he, he was just sit there and tell me his wild sex stories, yeah. you know. And this is crazy, guys. This like true story, true story. Yeah, he, uh, he hooked up like uh, he he's really big into the swingers life, 
And then um, he has like I guess like the head swinger, like the head vampire, and then and then, so he's walking around with the head vampire. And she's recruiting all the little junior vampires and shit. Well, anyway, so long story short, he's hanging out with the head vampire, and they go to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and you know, like when you go to the Chinese restaurant, you have like those weird little partitions and shit. Yeah, you know, like for the booth or whatever. Well, yeah. he starts jerking her off in the goddamn uh, in the booth, right? And she's over here, like you know, just just uh, drop the load on the floor. And then the fucking Chinese dude is over there walking around to check on him. He's like, you look, you cannot do that here. You cannot do that here. And they kicked him out. I'm like, bro, who does that in a fucking Chinese restaurant? Big Dave. Big Dave. He don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah. He don't give a fuck, dude. This is the same dude. This is the same dude that will sit there. Uh, he will sit there and try to fight you in traffic. I literally was on the phone. I was on the phone with this dude. Went straight Neanderthal on a truck driver. The, the truck driver tried to swerve him off the road. He got out of his car and ripped the whole front end off of the 18-wheeler and threw it at him. Dave don't give a fuck. Bro. At gunpoint, he don't care. Well, he's lucky. He don't give a fuck. He's lucky. He, he don't give a fuck. Shout yeah. out to Big David, man. Yeah, shout out to Shout him, out man. to Big David. Put some respect on his motherfucking name. He don't give a fuck. Dave, the one thing I love about Dave is Dave lives every day as if it's his last. He I'm don't give say, a man, he fuck. <laughs> Dave don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Living his best life. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, part two of, um, let's see. Topic, topic. Casinos, casinos. Yeah. Oh, man. Where do I even begin? All right. I, I got to put this thing away. It's straight off the dome. Yeah. Let me tell you a story about these fucking casinos. Casinos be fucking cheating, bro. Shout out to Las Vegas. So let me send a shout out to LaBerge Casino. Shout out to Golden Nugget Casino. Shout out to fucking Bellagio Casino. Shout out to MGM. MGM. Uh, MGM Properties. Caesars Properties. And. Um, big salute. Yeah, big salute. Big salute. You know, you guys are uh, pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Las Vegas. You guys are absolutely fantabulous. Fantabuloso. Super Last Bowl time. Happened there, everything. Yeah, I was there for the Super Bowl. It was like too thick for me. It's kind of like when you go to Mardi Gras. Oh, it was crowded. It, bro, it was beyond Mar It was beyond that. It was just like, and then the funny thing was it was raining and all the prostitutes were all, you know, titty, titty, bouncy, bouncy, and it's freezing fucking cold and it's raining. So they're all over there just looking retarded and shit. And then I'm like, you know, they're all trying to run inside. They're all hanging out in the casinos. It was just beyond thick. Like, you couldn't even drive two miles. But yeah. It's like a literally a 40-minute taxi ride to go from one end of the strip to the other. So it was just obnoxiously overcrowded. Mm -hmm. You know, I got a chance to check out the Teofimo fight. Shout out to Teofimo Lopez. You know, so I had a, I had a very good um, experience. We went to, uh, it was at the, um, where was that at? That was the Mandalay Bay. Um, let me tell you something, people. Yeah. You may not like the boxers, but go to... Support the boxers. Support yeah. the fights. It, I mean, actually, it's like it's like you don't have to necessarily like the guy who's there, but like just the surroundings, you know, is so fun. Yeah. Actually, being in Las Vegas for a fight is so fun because everything that encompasses Las Vegas is there. Yeah, and that's the kind of the best way that I could describe it. I can't say it's like the same for a football game or a basketball game, but for boxing, anybody who's anybody is there. In the you building. know. Yeah, and it's not and it's not that big of an event. It's probably like maybe five to ten thousand people. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. But um, got a got a couple stories to tell. Kind of the pick up pick up uh pick up the story from last time. So last time I think um, let's see what did I say? Um, we I told you about the people at the Labers that tried to steal much stole a five thousand dollars chip from me. Security yeah. hooked it up. 
everything was great. I went to I went to Vegas and I think I won won a, won a lot of money in Vegas. So then um, I came home with a lot of money from Vegas, and then I went and um, I went out to Louisiana, and um, it was weird, bro. You know, it, it, as much as I I I I I like this place, yeah. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like a big fish in a small pond out there in Lake Charles. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, I'll tell you why. I would have to say that I'm probably, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to try to just toot my own horn, but I would definitely kind of feel, I, I would say that I feel like a big fish in a small pond at, yeah. at, at these local casinos. And because I go there with a lot of money, I buy in, they kind of know me. I know, I know them. They know me, yeah. you know, as far as staff, like I said, we're good. We're Gucci, we're Gucci like slippers, but <laughs> I would say yeah. on an executive level, they don't fuck with me, you know? On an executive level, they don't fuck with me because it's like I beat them for well over six figures last month. Well mm-hmm. over six figures last month. Mm-hmm. But they got it back. They got it all back in one night. But the way that they did it, I don't respect. The way they did it, I don't respect. So I went there. Yeah. I went, I, I, I went to a spot and I bought in at like maybe 40, 50,000, you know? And I ain't trying to win a lot. Five, 10 grand, you know, just... Easy peasy. Let's 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 you know. Let's pay. Uh, let's keep the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep the lights on. Yeah. yeah. So um, I go out there and I get a private table. So one thing about me, I don't like people talking to me. I don't like microaggressions. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm loud. I'm gonna turn this down a little bit. I don't like people sitting on my table because I don't like microaggression. Microaggression is where people sit on your table and they purposely bet against you to throw you off. Okay. This also, I've noticed this happens with pit bosses and dealers. They'll start talking to you to get into your head, try to rattle your cage. And um, in this situation, um, this first situation, I think I went there on a Thursday night. I bought in around 50 grand mm-hmm. at a private table, $1,000 minimum hand. To play one hand, $1,000. Okay? Yeah. And I played extremely conservative. You know, So I lost about 10000 I was never ahead, not one time. Never ahead, not one time. And then, um, so then finally I, I catch a streak and I think I got up like maybe 4,000 and I try to go four to eight, you know? Yeah. And then I try to quit. I'm like, okay, two, four, eight, quit, you know? Yeah. And then I got to 6,000, I think like two or three times and I try to go six to 12. I should have just took the six and quit, you know? I got six, I got to 6,000 a few times and then I got to 8,000 once and I tried to press eight to 16 like a dumb shit and lost every time. So then uh, I started getting, my cage started getting rattled and I started losing, you know, I started, I should have just, you know, I, I broke my own rules in all seriousness. I broke, yeah. I'm not, I have nobody to blame but myself, but I broke my own rules. But one thing that I noticed though was on that private table, the game started going very flat, you know, yeah. and I asked for another shoe and they wouldn't give it to me. And now in Las Vegas, they give you another shoe, no questions asked. Yeah. Another thing that I noticed in Las Vegas is them cards are never inside one of them shuffle machines. Mm-hmm. Remember we had that conversation about the shuffle master? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 Louisiana, them cards, even on a baccarat table, is coming out of a shuffle master, which is horseshit. Okay. The fastest way to fix a game, put in a shuffle machine. Yeah. Why do you have eight decks? See, the thing is in Vegas, the cards come out of a box. They're pre-sorted. You cut the cards. If you lose, I can handle it. But if they're coming out of a box and they're going into a shuffle machine, the fix is real, people. So one thing that I noticed though is on my table, every the game was flat. It was very flat. So I think I lost like thirty, forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I went over to general population, 
sat down on general population, I won like, I don't know, like 55 or $60,000 in like four hands. Yeah. And within four hands, I'm playing with somebody else, general population. Yeah. They sent a pit boss to go come sit next to me. He's like, hey, Dave, I got to close your table. <laughs> four hands. Makes sense of that. I'm kind of looking yeah. at it. I'm giving him a look. Now, uh, now, granted, I won my money back and I'm up about 8000 Yeah. And I'm looking at him. Now, I like this guy. I like this guy. But I know it's not his decision. Yeah. Pit bosses don't make decisions. Executives do. Executives do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, he's giving me that look like, don't make me do this to you. So I, I'm looking at him like, he's like, I got to close your table. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, let me just win one more. Let me play one more hand. You know? And I'm on a streak. I'm yeah. on a run. And I'm looking at him like, are you backing me off? And um, he just doesn't answer. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's an omen. I'm going to go and quit. And I asked the dealer, you, are, you, you know Baccarat, you know the rules. So mm-hmm. I asked him, I asked the dealer, give me a free hand. I was yeah. going to bet that next hand. I was going to bet 8 to 16. I'd have lost. Yeah. And I gave him a look. I'm like, bro, you just saved my ass. Thank you. Yeah. You know? So then I come back two days later. I buy in at 90 grand. I come in at ninety thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And they disable the scorecard on my machine, on my table. High, the most expensive table in the casino. They disable my fucking scorecard. Why? And it was the flattest game ever. It was the flattest game ever. They wouldn't give me another shoe, right? I think I lost like I I was never ahead, not one hand, not one time, not one bet. Nobody's that bad. You flip a, you flip a coin thirty times and you're and you're thirty times wrong. Come on, yeah. It's kind of like a playing at the fucking Venetian, you know. And um, <laughs> so it's like, all right, yeah. bro. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, okay, here we go again. So I'm gonna go over to general population. So yeah. I get off the table, but granted, I bought it at ninety and I'm already down forty. So only got so your cage is rattling. You lose forty thousand dollars, bro. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. So I go over to general population, and I'm waiting. I bet ten thousand the first hand hit. I bet ten thousand the next hand hit. Mm-hmm. I bet five thousand the next hand I hit. So I'm, I've already recovered twenty five grand. Yes, right. So so I'm kind of just bullshitting back and forth, and I'm maybe close to maybe ten thousand away from even, even Steven. I yeah. never got even. I never got even. I should have just took the ten grand and left. You know, took the ten thousand dollar loss and just called it a night. Yeah. You know, and like you know what, I can come back next week or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I go over to general. I go to another table. Game is flat, flat game, flat game, flat. Every table I went to, the game was flat. I could, I, dude, I couldn't even buy a win. So I'm just pissed. So I think when it was all said and done, I think I lost like $70,000 that, at that one spot. So then I go next door. Yeah. I go over to Tillman Fertitta's place. I went $30,000 back. So I'm back to 50. Yeah. So I'm tired, you know, and I'm like, you know, I thought, okay, I could probably play like I play in Vegas, you know, just kind of just do small sessions or whatever. So when I, so I should have just went home. This is where I made a mistake. Hmm. This is where I made a mistake. Number one, never spend the night in the casino. Never sleep in your car. Go home. Go somewhere else. Somewhere sleep else, yeah. at the state line. Sleep in your car. Never stay there. Especially when you lose that kind of money, you need to take a you need to take a ride. You need yeah. to take a walk. Let the smoke clear. Get your mind right. Yeah. So I spend the night there, and I try to just do small small bets. Why is it? At that casino, it took 45 minutes for me to get my, get my chips. I gave him $50,000, 50 fucking thousand dollars, and it took him 45 minutes to give me my chips, and there's nobody there? Yeah, the, the fuckery is real, bro. Yeah. The fuckery is, they loaded every goddamn table, bro. Every table that I sat on, flat, 
flat, flat, flat, flat. I left there flat broke. True story. Yeah. Some shit like that I left there flat fucking broke, dude. No, what, what, what it is, I just going to avoid them completely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Next time they do some shit like that, you waiting? They're like, hey, man, give me my cash back. Exactly. It's All like right. it, it, sh- it should take three minutes. Okay, it should take three minutes for you to buy in because, like in in Vegas, they put all your money in a box, they take it to the counter, boom, that's it. Yeah. Like, let's get started. So, the beauty, of, the moral of the story was, is like the money I recovered in Las Vegas in yeah. three days. You know what I'm saying? I went to flew to Vegas. Yeah. Now, I, first of all, I took a week off, and I had to get, I had to kind of lick my wounds to get my mind right, and I had to kind of explain to my parents, my girlfriend. You know, everybody's like, look, I lost a shit ton of money in one night and I really don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really don't want to hear it. You know, because I mean, the thing was, yeah. I had a really good run. I, I think I did re- relatively well for like seven weeks yeah. straight, nonstop. So we're talking a lot. So yeah. the 90 grand really didn't hurt me, but it did hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. It hurt my feelings. You know? Yeah. But it's like, fuck, bro. You know? And it's like, really, when you're when you're when you're dealing in such a volatile situation, you really should ha- you should always travel gamblers. You should always travel with a friend, you know, somebody who knows the game, somebody who knows your personality, you know, just somebody mm-hmm. who's like they just grab your shit. It's like, all right, bro, we're done. We need to take a walk. You know, it's kind of like the stock market. You know, when the stock market crashes, if it falls more than 10 percent in a day, it just shuts down. It's a fail safe, you know, mm-hmm. You, you know, the thing is, is like, you're not a stone, you know, and, um, but I wouldn't take back that experience for the world because it kind of taught me, it's like, look, these people are not your friends. <laughs> they may, no. they ain't your fucking friends, folks, you know, and it's they always, co- it's always coming from upstairs. It ain't the people that you fuck with. It's the people you don't know, it's the people you don't fuck with, you know, they're the ones that got it out for you. So it's like, mm, duly noted. So it's like, will I go back there? Maybe. You know, maybe, but it's like, I'm going to have a different, um, you know, I got, I got a different gun in my belt, you know, I got, you know, I got, I got a a different laser. I got a different scope and I got a different thought pattern. It's like, you know, but now it's personal. It's like, you know what? We're good, but we ain't that good, you know? But it's like, am I going to get you back? Oh yeah. Yeah. I got something to prove, you know, but, um, the good thing was, Shout out to the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out there and I did absolutely fantastic. You know, I did really good. And I, I played at the Bellagio. I played at Caesar's Palace and I played at um, Mandalay Bay. And um, I beat them all. Beat every one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, I won over 100. I, I went, yeah, over 100. Mm-hmm. Over 100K in yeah. three days. You know, so I got it all back and then some. And it's like, you know what? All it taught me was, was like, you know what? I got something for you got something for you but the motherfucker's cheap bro but more importantly the main thing was is at the end of the day you you can't break your own rules you know so i i have nobody to blame but myself you know i have nobody to blame but myself you know and um but i would just definitely say like you know when you when you finally kind of figure something out the game is exponential and it's interesting when i was at the bellagio yeah during super bowl weekend who was sitting on my table like literally like an arm's reach away from me Jay-Z. Yep. He was right there. Like, literally, like, I could put my hand on him. He was that close to me. Hey, you should, did you say what's up? Did yeah, I did. I did. Did he remember you? Uh, yeah. The people that uh, he plays with, though, I would definitely say they don't have his best interest at heart. 
and um, they don't know how to call his game. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, um, I did well. He did not. <laughs> Let's just say that. You know, uh, shout out to Jay Z. Blue Magic. Yeah, but um, he was there. Um, yeah. I did not play with Offset. But he was playing dice, but he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep missing Mickey Mays. We ran into, uh, we went to the Fountain Blue. Let me tell you something. That is a very nice casino. Hmm. And um, me and uh, actually my host and a, and a couple other and, and a couple other friends of mine, we actually went to the Fountain Blue. And uh, who was there? It was uh, Lil Yachty and fucking um, um, Big Chains. What's his name? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the fuck is his name? Was Big Chains? I love he, he's got Big a bit. No, he's, he's got the most. Um, fuck me, dude. Money bag, yo. No, 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 little baby, little baby. Yeah, All right. little baby. He was there, and I don't think that did very well. <laughs> I don't think that... so. Then the following night, Mickey was there, mm-hmm. and then they invited him there, and then they kicked him out. So, <laughs> dude, I, I just I don't get it, bro. Yeah, I don't get it. So, but um, but yeah, we had a we had a very good time at the Fountain Blue. Yeah. Um. Vegas is great, bro. You know, while we were there, I bought a bunch of really unnecessary shit. You know, I bought some, uh, I bought some fucking, uh, I went to, um, I bought these. Uh, What'd you get? I bought this Maison Francois. I can't pronounce this shit. It's called Baccarat 540 Rouge. I bought that. They actually engraved my name in it. Actually, at the, I don't know if y'all could see that. I, I was at the Neiman Marcus over there on the strip, and they engraved my name in the bottle. Then, but that one, that this one here, guys, yeah, gentlemen, so good. if you want something that is just phenomenal, you want the ladies uh, to go crazy? Maison, uh, I guess it's Francois Kirken, whatever the fuck. Um, it's <laughs> called uh, Masculine Purell. It's about two hundred and twenty dollars, but it it smells amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I spent, it's funny. I spent $600 on these two bottles, right? Mm -hmm. I walk back to Caesar's Palace. I pay cash. I walk back to Caesar's Palace. I win $800 right there. And I'm like, thank you, all of you, for my new cologne that you bought me. (laughs) I played like four hands. I won 800 bucks and I quit. Yeah. I'm like, thank you all for my new cologne. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Now, budget, budget cologne, budget cologne, budget. Do I have the other one? (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah you want something on a budget this is really amazing it's called davidoff cool water wave wave now this is an update they came out with one called extreme it smells like shit they <laughs> came out with this other one i think it's called um they have extreme and they have one called um davidoff cool water um what is it called parfum no <laughs> no this is it it's called wave Davidoff Cool Water Wave. Wave, wave, wave. Like Davy Wavy. This shit is fantastic. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. It's kind of like um it's like um if the best way I could describe it is like it's cool water with like a little bit of like a little bit of bite to it, but not yeah. overkill. See, I like clean smell. What kind of cologne do you like? I like clean I like clean. I like a clean smell. I like fresh clean. But uh Man, but something also that's gonna grab the ladies, clean yeah. but like a this like a man. Oh, man. I don't know how to say it. I like something kind of like almost like a light, light sweet smell to it. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I missed something. Can you say it again? No, babe. Sorry, Alexa. <laughs> it was almost like a song. And oh, similar songs. Alexa. On Amazon no. <laughs> Alexa, off. Stop it. You interrupted my show. <laughs> yeah. Um, they another. Don't, they don't listen, man. They don't listen. Yeah. She's all right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, another yeah. one that I, I, I actually bought this sight unseen. I read about it. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I was watching YouTube videos on it. It's called David off the game. And it's actually themed after poker chips. Yeah. Okay. $22. Doesn't break the bank. It is very floral. Clean. Yeah. Floral, inexpensive, not overkill, great smell. I highly recommend it. I vouch for it. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. If you, you know, this one here, the Wave, I think I paid, what did I pay for this? This was a tester. I think I paid about $30 with shipping, eBay. Mm -hmm. If you try to buy it in the store, they're going to hit you for probably like $80. Mm -hmm. People, th this is the trick. This is the trick. When it comes to like fragrances, fragrances. go to Macy's or Dillard's, right? Get the smell, write it down, go yeah. on eBay, buy it, buy it online. On eBay, I guarantee you, like if it, if it's like $80 in the store, it's $30 on eBay. Yeah. You know, so I'll like once a week, I'll buy like three of them. My girlfriend's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, because I'll buy like three different smells every week, you know. Yeah. Then uh, there's another one that I bought called um, Burberry, um, what is it? Um, Touch. What's the one in Touch. the dark black bottle with the red top? Which one is that? Dark black. Oh, red, uh, hot water. Hot water. <laughs> David off hot water. And it's yeah. funny. Big David wears that shit. And he's like, his girls love that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hot water. If you want something that's inexpensive, believe it or not, everything that David off makes is really good. Yeah. Zeno, yeah. hot water, cool water, um, the game. You know, uh, but what a lot of people don't know is David off actually makes cigars. They make cigarettes, hmm. but they're really big overseas. They're pretty fantastic overseas. Okay. But yeah, but my advice to, you know, gentlemen, if you want to save, you want to save a buck, you know, um, go to Dillard's or Macy's, smell what you like, write it down, buy it online, yeah. eBay, preferably, but also this is super important people on eBay. Make sure that it is, he's a power seller has a 95% or greater, um, you know, um, review mm -hmm. and then make sure he has well over like you know maybe a thousand sales so you know that the guy is like legit Fish. preferably dallas or new york city new jersey something something that comes out of there you'll get it in two days you're good but if it's like from bumfuck egypt and they have like no sales it's probably fake i bought a fake bottle and i was they spray it on it's like dude it doesn't even last toilet um, water yeah bro i bought some david <laughs> off toilet water it was too good to be true i think i got it for like 15 dollars i'm like i got exactly what i paid for oh man yeah you ever got duped buying fake uh fake shit no bro mm. nah, if i like something i like what i like i go get the real thing i'm cheap <laughs> i'm cheap the only thing okay the only thing i go all out for in all seriousness yeah is fucking eyeglasses and jewelry okay my jewelry is real my eyeglasses are real now, my Yeezys are fake. My Jordans are fake. <laughs> <laughs> my Yeezys are fake. My Jordans are fake. I don't fucking care, dude. Like, my girlfriend would go to China, and she would give me, she would bring back these Yeezys. They're amazing. Yeah. And I literally wear them out till they die. Mm -hmm. You know? And the reason why is because, Joe, I cannot justify paying $450 for a pair of sneakers. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't. So, yeah. she brought me four pairs back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. $80. 
Now, the street value on these fucking shoes are probably like, fuck, $1,800? $1, yeah. You know, because I got the striped ones, I got the white ones, I got the gray gray, gray with the zebra stripes, and I got the all black ones. I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're amazing. I never take them off, you know? And I wore them bitches out in all my Jordans. I bought those on the street. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, Mike. You know, 20 bucks, <laughs> you know? Now, people, man, people be tripping out, man, but it's a shoe. Dude, all it's these shoes are, all the shoes are fake. It's serving its purpose. It's a shoe. You wear it to protect your feet. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. How the fuck do you even authenticate these things? There's so many variants. You know what I'm saying? It's like you go to these shops and they have like, they're literally just variants and variants and variants. That yeah. I've never seen them at Foot Locker. Never. You know what I'm saying? And you have like the lime greens. It's kind of like the, the fucking uh, Air Force One video. I got the I got the lime greens and this, that, and the other. Mm. I had to shoot them. And the, I'm like, bro, I never saw when these things came out. Yeah. How do you even know? How can you even authenticate them? There's just so many variants you got some people you know? man but you got some people but i would say they're obsessed they could they can pick up all the details they can pick a shoe up and tell by the way to lick in the hey, bottom bro that's too much it's a shoe it's serving bro, i don't care for me it's like you know it's funny my next door neighbor what's up he buys jordans in threes he buys a pair he wears a backup pair and a pair he'll never wear i, I shit you not he has an entire room from floor to ceiling with air jordans from floor to ceiling i'm hey. like bro that that is that is just waste man my boy my boy shout out to my boy Benz though man he had a buddy who had storage units full of J's yeah, his, his, his garage at the house he lived in was full of Al Jordan shoe boxes from the floor to the ceiling yeah the, the, there's no room for a car the whole garage is filled let me tell you something that is obsessive this cat did not have a car that is obsessive I bet you had more than a car's worth of Jordans yeah, up in his exactly. house though. he did not have a car we had to go we came to come pick this cat up to go take him somewhere and then, uh, and somebody said, man, you ought to see the dude uh, shoe collection. Man, you opened the garage, I looked up, and you couldn't see in the goddamn garage. That's obsessive. And I say, he ain't got no car? And this dude had a chick. He had a girlfriend. And what she think about that? And we she were, a, shoe, we were she a sneaker head, too? We were dropping him off to his girl's place. And I'm like, this is some crazy shit. This dude probably got, he probably got tens of thousands of dollars worth of shoes in there. Dude, I know no car. women. There are women that have tens of thousands of dollars worth of purses and shoes, which to me is just beyond obsessive. I, I went to a buddy of mine's house, yeah, and um, I guess him and his girl were getting ready to separate, and he was asking me, motion detected it. Hold on. Stand by. Hold on. Hold on. One of my cameras is going off. Okay. It's, hold on. Hold on. We have to interrupt the show, folks, because there's somebody at a undisclosed location that don't belong there. Mm-hmm. Stand by. No, we mean better fucking log in, goddammit. Hold on. Let's see, live viewing. It better be a dog. Three mm. in the morning? Nah, I don't play that game. Mm. Okay, I got it in the wrong direction. Might be a spider or something. Sorry, folks. I have motion cameras on my properties. So. Hold on, let me turn the camera actually to the door where it belongs. You can so you can talk through the camera too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can say, get your bitch ass up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your bitch ass doing all my shit at three in the morning. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I got a PTZ camera. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't know why I'm here in construction though. 
Yeah, people always put a PTZ camera on your property. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see. I could spin this shit all. I got a dually over here at this location. Mm-hmm. All right, we're good. Sorry, folks. All right. So, um, yeah, um, there are women that are beyond, you know, obsessive compulsive when it comes to like just shoes, yeah. jewelry, and purses. And I, w- I went to the, uh, my buddy's house and because he was separated from his chick and he was asking me to help him move. Yeah. And, bro, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. I, I could count well over $150,000. $150,000 in purses and shoes. That is insane, bro. That, that, they don't have a pot to fucking piss in. This is the reason why they're separating. You know, I'm like, I'm like, because she spends all of his money. Just buying dumb shit, man. You know, who? How the fuck do you, uh, bro? I I could count. I uh, got no exaggeration. Like thirty, three zero. Like yeah. You know, either Prada or Louis Vuitton. You know, or um, Hermes, Birkin. Yeah, yes. All that. Yes. Even even if you were to, like two thousand dollars each, and then the, the Christian Louboutins are what thousand dollars each. Yeah. Right. Shit ridiculous. She had rails of them. You know, I counted at least probably twenty five pairs of shoes. Yeah, it's a hundred grand, bro. You know, yeah, it, it's just like, bro. I'm like, that's just obsessive compulsive. Yeah, you know, I'm like, shit, man, fuck that shit, bro. Make I your own full, stuff. I make have, your own stuff and wear your own shit, bro. It's funny. I have a closet full of shit, but I can count on one hand how many pairs. Of, bro, <laughs> I, I can literally count. I wear, do I wear track suits every day? Mm-hmm. I probably wear the same three track suits every day of the week, and I wear like maybe two pairs of shoes. And if I decide I want to wear boots, maybe I might yeah. wear them once a year. You know, yeah. that's it. You know, I wear the. I'm like Zuckerberg. I wear the same thing every day. I, I, to me, it's not important. I don't give a fuck. And you relax. Yeah. The only thing I, I actually switch up every day. The only thing I'm kind of weird when it comes to my eyewear and my fragrance. I want to smell different. I want to, you know, have a different kind of swag. Yeah. That's it. Change my. I have. I. I have 38 pairs of glasses. And they're all prescription, different color. Mm-hmm. So, is it obsessive compulsive? Yes. Yes, it is. You know, because my girlfriend's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, oh. yeah, but the thing about that too is, man, it's something that's going to last for a long time and you're going to, it's going to, it's going to pay back worth more than you spend money on. It's obsessive compulsive. I'm and sorry. I, I say, man, certain things, man, you're going to have them forever. It's obsessive it's, compulsive. Yeah. I don't need 38 pairs of glasses. But because I mean, the, the funny thing is, I'm out of all of those, I can probably count again on one hand on how many pairs I wear. Now, man, now I had yeah. some, now one time, man, I had some Concord uh, 11s. And um, I was shooting hoops, and I show up on the court, cause man, the Concord Eleven was one of my favorite shoes, man. I, it's, I, I mean, they're I dope. Love, I love dope. watching MJ hoop in those shoes, and I wanted to be MJ in those shoes. So when I got them, I played ball in them. I showed up to the park, and they said, "Hold, hold on, man. Hold up, hold up, OG. Uh, man, what you doing? What's up, you talking about? Man, you know what you got on your feet? I say shoes." <laughs> yeah. They made the ball in. I'm finna hoop in these mugs. And yeah. I wore them bitches out until they were smooth on the bottom. <coughs> and guess what? When I finished with them, I set them next to the dumpster and somebody came and snagged them. Oh, of course. Yeah. They yeah. were so smooth on the bottom, you slide. <laughs> He's yeah. on ice skates, you try to play yeah. ball in them. Yeah. And somebody, as soon as I set them down, somebody see, snagged see, them. For me, it's like, you know, I got I got the fours, I have the elevens, I have the fives. And um, yeah. I'll wear them out. I'll wear them out. Yeah. And then the, the literally the bottom starts the glue. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I don't buy real Air Jordans. 
in all seriousness, I bought a real pair. Mm-hmm. And I can count, I shit you not, I can count on one, two hands, how many times I've actually wore them and the fucking bottoms rotted out yeah. and they're fucking real. I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit, bro. So when that happened, I'm like, you know what? Never again. Yeah. Because I paid $200 for those. And I'm like, I'll be goddamn never again. So I'll, I'll, whenever I go to China, we would fly into Guangzhou, Guangzhou? into shoe in, into Shu City. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. I mean, Ebbowell. You get Ebbowell. them from where they come from. Yeah. And you could buy a pair of Air Jordans in China for about mm, maybe 130 RMB, you know, which is like, I don't know, 20 bucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would just buy like 5, 10, 15 pairs and just ship them back home. And whenever they wear out, they just die. I don't care. You know, but the same weight, the same this, the same that. And believe it or not, the ones that are in China are better because they actually modify the design. They modify the color. They modify the, the the design and they actually make it better. They improve it. And this is kind of like why I know for a fact that when I go to these shops that sell these, you know, these, you know, these, Replicas. all these, 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 Replicas. these, yes, they're fake. You know, and they're, and they're putting these ridiculous tags on. I'm like, bro, these things were never really issued. They were never in circulation. So you, you, you can't sit there and fool me and try to tell me that these things were actually legit. They're not. Now, granted, they're dope, but am I going to pay $400 for them? No. No way. You know, Mm-mm. I got a buddy of mine that came up. He's working for me right now, and he was asking me for a pair of um, the Air, uh, Jordan number fours. They're, they're brown. They look like sandy brown, and they got the clear wings on them. Yeah, yeah. And he sent me like a um a, a screenshot of uh what website that it was on. Yeah. You know, I forgot uh where, where you buy the shoes from and it's kinda like an auction, but it's only for shoes. Hmm. And they have to be like authentic on this side and the other. And um I'm like, Okay, cool. They're like eight hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, I saw these on the street of Medellin, Colombia for like thirty bucks. <laughs> you know, or twenty five yeah, for yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this this is easy peasy i'm like i don't even have to get them in china i'm gonna get them in Colombia. what he showed you like stock eggs yeah that's exactly what it was it was exactly what it was and i'm like bro i'm like no and the thing is the the number fours and the number fives have so well replicated the even the weight is right you know they're thick they're chunky on the sides they don't even feel like styrofoam you know i i've i've bought some fake 11s where they just like you literally can throw them in the air. They're like, they're like, they're like a rice cake. I'm like, you gotta be, <laughs> <laughs> just throw them in the air. It's like, dude, you gotta be fucking uh, joking. Bro. They float like a paper plane. They float like a butterfly, bro. Jeez. Yeah. But that don't sting like a bee. But I'm like, man, these things are trash, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, you wear them about five times. They get rained on and they're ruined. I'm like, yeah. that's it. They're done. You know, but ankle breakers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I just like to save a buck, bro. I just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like, I want to look good and I want to save some money. Yeah, some things, man. It's, some of this stuff is just super ridiculous, man. It's like these people are spending 1500 1700 for a name. And the quality is the same as and, the shit in Walmart. And bitches still don't want to fuck you. <laughs> and that's the sad part. You always, you know, you have that one dude that literally has like Gucci up all the way, you know, Gucci down or mm-hmm. whatever. You, the dude literally, is, he's, he's like two grand. He's got $2,000. All on, and mm-hmm. you still can't get no pussy. You know, <laughs> you got the dude that's wearing like whatever, whatever. He's got a fake belt on. Yeah. You know, he swagged out. You know, with all the fake shit. But it's it's it's, it's the person. <laughs> in all seriousness, it's it's the person. It's the company that you carry. Yeah, yeah. It's the how you. It's how you wear it. You yeah, know. Man. You know, because like ain't nobody gonna sit here and check me. You know, it's like, oh, okay, your shoes are fake. I'm like, I'm telling you they're fake, but I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, like, people always compliment my Yeezys. Like, bro, those are fucking dumb. Like, hey, they're fake. 
Like, no shit. I'm like, yeah, bro, 20 bucks. You know, you know, you flip them upside down. The only thing that's different, you know, where it says boost on the bottom? Yeah. Mine just don't say boost. Everything else is there. It has the reflective laces, everything. It's, bro, they're fake. They're 20 bucks. I don't care. You know? So, but yeah, dude. So it's just like, you know, but I would just say this. The biggest scam, in my honest opinion, is wallets and fucking belts. I will always buy a fake wallet. I will always have a fake belt. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was funny. I was in Colombia and I bought a Louis Vuitton belt. I'm over here like like negotiating on the street with the guy. I think yeah. I paid him like forty thousand pesos. Yeah. It was like I don't know ten dollars, and I was all amped up because you know we we were negotiating up and down. And then the fucking belt. When I finally get the belt, the bitch is the bitch is sideways. It's not up and down Louis Vuitton. It's sideways Louis Vuitton. It's wrong. So if I want if I was to put it on, it's like bro, you know your belt is like it, your belt looks like it's upside down. It's wrong. I'm like. Got me, you know. Yeah, I didn't yeah, look yeah. at. I was just so amped up on trying to negotiate a fake Louis Vuitton hmm. on the street. But the belt is like I can show it to you later. The bitch is fucking sideways. It's not like up and down. Yeah. Like it's sideways. So Man, like, now speaking about belts, bro, you met the champ. I did. I did. I did. Floyd. Which one? Nah. Trevante. Teofimo. Which one? TC. Terrence Crawford. I did. We're, we're landing um, Vegas. Um, we land uh, on the airplane, and I had a mutual friend actually went to elementary school on the plane. Mm-hmm. His name is Will. And uh, he asked me, w- w- he asked me, he said, hey, can I give you a ride to your, um, give you a ride to your hotel? You don't have to pay money for a taxi. I'm like, cool, fuck it. So the thing is, is whenever you're leaving the, um, the airport, you have to actually take a tram. Mm-hmm. you know, to go get a rental car. So we're on the bus to take a rental car and we're getting off the bus and I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, that's fucking Terrence Crawford. And he's like, no, it's not I'm like, bro, that's fucking Terrence Crawford. And I'm like, Hey Terrence, what's going on? <laughs> he's like, what's up dude? I'm like, you're going to be at the Teofimo fight tonight. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. And uh, I'm like, Hey, can I get a photo? He was really cool. He was real nice. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of asked him like, you know, what, what are his thoughts on Canelo? And he's like, I don't think it's going to happen. And, um, we, we took a photo and uh, everything was all good. You mm-hmm. know, he was, he was very, very pleasant, very not easy, easy going. He was on the bus with us, on the back <laughs> of the bus and shit. You know, very humble. Cool kids you know? riding the back. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Shout out to Terrence, Terrence Bud hey. Crawford. You know that the fight with him and um, uh, Errol Spence has been called off. Okay, the rematch. It's over. Yeah, it, it has been. Uh, it has been canceled. So. Um, wow. What's going on right now is um, uh, Canelo Alvarez has been as a three fight deal with Al Heyman. Now, yeah, uh, he one of his three one of his three fights was with against Jermel Charlo. Which okay, so allegedly, okay. Now here's the deal. What's up? David Benavidez has been his mandatory for three years now. Please. Which, but here's the crazy part: Mauricio Suleiman who is the president of the WBC, has finally announced that David Benavidez is his mandatory. Now, will he fight him in May? I doubt it. So here's the way the, here's the, way the rules are supposed to be. When you have a mandatory fight, when you're, when you're the champion and you have a mandatory, you don't fight your mandatory, you have to, you have to vacate your belts. Yeah. You have to vacate. So the thing is about uh, Canelo Alvarez is Canelo never fights a natural 168. Never. Okay. He fought Jermel Charla, who's what, 154? He had to go up two weight classes to fight him, right? Mm-hmm. 
than his last fight against Triple G. Triple G is a 160. Yeah. He's a super middleweight. So he had to go up, he had to go up a weight class to fight him. And then he fought Dimitri Bivol, which was which was what? 175. Okay. He never wants to fight somebody where he can actually lose his belts. Yeah. Do you kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah. So or he always wants to have see see Canelo is a weight bully. He always wants to sit there and rehydrate. You know, he'll sit there in a way in at 160, you know, 167 and a half, yeah. 167. And then at the at, at fight night, he's like 180, 190. Yeah. It's fucking huge, you know? So he's a weight bully, you know? And uh, somebody else that's known for doing this is Devin Haney. Devin Haney is, very, is known to be a weight bully. He'll, he'll weigh in at 135. He looks like Michael Jackson, thriller, you know? And then on fight night, he literally rehydrates 22 pounds heavier. That ain't a fair fight. You know, so him and he's always calling out Tank. You know, Tank is the natural 135, and on fight night, he's 135. Yeah. You know, but Dev, you know, when he, he'll weigh in at 135, but on fight night, he's 155. Mm-hmm. That ain't a fair fight. It's not a fair fight. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, will that fight ever happen? I doubt it. You know, or, you know, Dev, I mean, Tank is the A side, so Tank. If if the fight was to ever happen, there would be a rehydration clause of maybe ten pounds, you know. And uh, but I don't think I don't think the fight will ever happen. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Now I'm going to say this about Canelo, man. Get the people what they want, man. We want to see you go against David Benavides. Exactly. We want to see that, bro. It's yeah, be because so get the, the people what they want. Exactly. So, but 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 again, he signed Al Heyman free fight deal. So Al Heyman, you know, he's going to put the best against the best. Or, he, you know, of course, he's going to get sued, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would say realistically, I would say David Benavides may not be the next fight, but it will probably be the last fight. And then so I would say Jamal Charlo might be the next fight for Canelo. Mm-hmm. And then after that would be David Benavides. Yeah. Um, I just don't see anybody else who, who, who who's a draw, you know who would be a draw, you know, that would be a competitive fight. Yeah. You know, um, as far as tank, um, I don't know, man. Like, like all, so, so here's what's, here's what's coming up. So you have Ryan Garcia that's supposed to fight against, uh, Devin. That, and it kind of looks like the WWE. You saw that shit with him and his dad and, you know, yeah. you saw that, right? Yeah. That, that looked staged. The push? Yeah. yeah. That looked completely staged. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. I was watching, shout out to Southpaw773. Um, <laughs> Southpaw, I was watching him. Horrible fight there. Yeah. Payday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want payday? I know that. But um, he was kind of ex- uh, talking a lot about steroids. And he was saying that, you know, Dev like had like uh, when you kind of look at his body, he was having like these 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 injection marks, like five of them. And um, they're basically saying like uh, South Paul has been kind of state stating or, you know, you know, providing um, credible evidence that, you know, uh, with him, with the, the, the snack guy, mm-hmm. you know, who's kind of like known as the steroid king. And then you start seeing like these injection marks on his on his stomach, you know, like these five injections. Or it looks like uh, he's juicing. That's what it appears to be. Now, if they vada test him, we'll see. You'll know. So I don't know. Mm. But um, do I think Dev will fight Gervonta? Nope. I don't see it happening. Mm. I don't see it happening. Um, I just don't see Gervonta. I don't see Devin as a draw. He's not. He's not a. He's not a pay per view draw. Um, 
I don't even know. I don't know who would be the best, you know, opponent. You think? Yeah, that that's truly a draw. I mean, I think the best the best fight for Tank would be a rematch between him and Ryan. You know, that would actually make money, like stupid money. That w- that would have to be it. I don't know. I mean, what what is your opinion? Yeah, I don't see anybody. I don't, I don't see anybody that he can put him up against that's as big as him, or like you say, we'll get to draw. Because at the end of the day, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, these are prize fighters and promoters got to make money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, I just don't see it. And like him fighting against fucking um, Pitbull Cruz. Yeah. I mean, it would make money. Man, who's he fighting? Like, He's got a fight coming up. No? Pitbull, I think, is supposed to fight against um, Roley. <laughs> Roley Romero. <laughs> Roley Romero. So that should be, you know. That'll be I, entertaining. Well, the thing is, it's interesting. Ro- like Tank said that the person that the hardest hitter that it has ever hit him in boxing was Rolly Romero. Mm-hmm. You know, so I uh, some people are saying that Pitbull is going to knock Rolly out. I highly disagree. I think Rolly's going to wipe the floor with fucking Pitbull. And granted, Pitbull's small, he's little, you know. So and he fights dirty, he headbutts, you know. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pitbull is a pitbull. I don't know. You know, I mean, the only re- only reason why he's even popular is because he fought Tank and he lost. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have the answer to that one. But um, it'll so, be it'll be very entertaining. Yeah. So the so what's coming up next is you have um, Amazon Prime on March the thirtieth is gonna they're getting ready to have their first pay per view on Amazon Prime because mm-hmm. Showtime is done. You know about that, right? Showtime is... Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They Showtime done. boxing is done. Done, done. Yeah. And um, so I think it's supposed to be fucking... Um, it's rolling against Pitbull. And I think the, the main event is... Um, what is that? Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman against Tim Zoo. And I just don't think that's a good card. Next month, man. It's we got not a good, it's, got it's not a good card. And, uh, Francis fighting, too. Who's this? Joshua Anthony. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua and uh, Francis fighting next month. And Ganu, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say Ngannou. Mm-hmm. If I was a betting man, because Tyson is training him, right? Mike Tyson is training him still, right? Yeah, I believe so. Ngannou. My money's on Ngannou. And you know what's interesting? You know that Jake Paul is going to fight Mike Tyson for $50 million? When? Hold on. I just read this. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I read something today. Since says somebody he's supposed to be fighting as an Uber driver. I heard the fight is actually confirmed. Hold on. Let, yes. me, let me pull this up. Stand by. Jake Paul against Mike Tyson. Now. You want to die. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's a money grab. Yeah, you want to die. Versus Mike Tyson. Hold on. Mike Tyson. You want to die, bro. Let's see. Hold on. Let me, let me see if this is true. Mike Tyson finally responds to whether he... Hold on, stand by. And this is... Uh, give me a... Dude, stop it. I hate this shit with the pop-up blocker. It's like, you know, it's crazy, too. Like, when Mike, when Mike Tyson did his, you know, his exhibition with Roy Jones, his muscle memory, it's, it's ingrained in his DNA, bro. There were times in that ring where Roy Jones was in real trouble. Yeah. Because you could see Mike's muscle memory just doing... His reflexes just reacting. And if it wasn't for the bell... Oh, Mike holding back? Yeah, Roy Jones would have been in trouble. Okay, Mike Tyson finally responds to whether he would be willing to fight Jake Paul or not. During 
let's see. On Joe Rogan. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Is there a pop up? Okay. God, dude, I got this fucking pop up blocker, bro. <laughs> it doesn't let me see it. This is fucking dumb. It's like, you need to disable your fucking gay ass pop up blocker. Mm-hmm. From, from what I've heard, first, uh, they, uh, from what I heard, it was uh, they offered Mike Tyson $250 million. I don't even think Jake Paul can even get a promoter to even pay him that much money. I don't even think it would make that much money, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just don't think it would. It, it's not, unless they did it in Saudi Arabia. You know? Um, but from what I heard, it was $50 million guaranteed to Mike. And I honestly think Mike would destroy him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, it's not, it's not even, it's not, it's, it's a mismatch, you know? So he, yeah, I just don't see it. Mm. So, I don't see it. And you have Deontay Wilder that was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua, but he lost his last fight. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. Um, so as far as the heavyweight division, I just, you know, I mean, you know, Ngannou like beat the shit out of Tyson Fury. You mm-hmm. know, Tyson Fury lost that fight. Yeah. He lost, you know, so it's just like, and that's why he's not fighting, you know, his mandatory. Like he postponed his fight, you know, against his mandatory. So mm. it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> mm. How's everything going on on the home front? Got a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, like the book say, love is for suckers. Uh, I'm single. So that means no. Man, I'm single, bro. Uh, so when are you going to Columbia, sir? Uh, this year. <laughs> this year. Going to come to Columbia. When, sir? This year. After I do my book promo. All right. All right. Where yeah. do you, um, so are you going to do a signing? If you do a signing, oh, yeah. where do you want to do a signing is the question. Man, we're going to live. Where do, you, where do you think you would do it first if, if you had a choice? Man, probably most likely H-Town. Uh, but I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the fans decide. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but shoot, man, y'all be on the lookout, man. Be on the lookout. Go to mcavw.com, man, and pre-order your copy, man. Who, who inspired you though? Like, what inspired you? Like, you know, fuck it, I want to write a book. Bro, like, I've also, always I've always wanted to, man. I've always liked stories, and as you know, man, I got story time with story T. Time with T. Yeah. And I always like stories, man. I like I like books, and so uh, I said, man, shit, let me make one. It's been on my goal list, bro. And I was like, man, let me make one. I really like story time with T. Me and my girlfriend, we watch that shit all the time. Yeah. yeah like, if it's not on a Wednesday, I'll actually call. I'm like, dude, what's up, man? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm supposed to get a notification. It's Wednesday. We're supposed to watch it. Yeah. You know, six o'clock. Story time with T. Make sure y'all yeah. tune in tomorrow. Yeah. For all the, you know, for the, for the subscribers and the followers, dude, guys, I'm sorry, man. You know, it's like just. I'm in Vegas every Tuesday through fucking Friday, and we're supposed to do the show Monday nights at 11, right? Mm-hmm. That's, we're supposed to do it every Monday night at 11. It's just, it just ain't working out that way. Yeah, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to really work my hardest to try to, you know, for the next season, because this is our season finale for yeah, yeah, yeah. season three. But season four, we just have to structure it better, even if we just kind of just do it like the way we used to do it. Like, if, you know, T-Swin's at home, and I'm here, you know. But... We 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 gotta we gotta get we gotta you know give yeah, you crank it give out. you the show we gotta give back yeah. you know um, interesting though what's up our show um, on Spotify um, we're on in a lot of countries um, we are the fifteenth most most watched not listened to watched fifteenth most watched podcast on Spotify 
King started it. Yes, true sir. Story. True story, man. True story, true story, true story, true story. 15th most watched yes, podcast. Shout out to Spotify. Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I gave my damn money. <laughs> I gave my money. I gave my money. Loser. Give my money. Winning. Give my money. Loser. <laughs> Fuckers. Shit. Yeah. Give me a dollar. Mm-hmm. Winning. Give me a dollar. But, mm. What's your favorite fast food? Bro, right now, my favorite fast food is Raisin Cane's. Why? I love the seasoning on the sauce, man. Is that what it is? You just go there for the sauce? It, may, it makes the tender taste good, and I like their fries. And he, he, most he, of all, man, that, that Texas toast. Raisin Cane's supposed to be, you know, from Louisiana, man, but Texas toast sets it out. You know what's funny? What's I used to fucking go to McDonald's and get the fucking hot mustard. That's my favorite shit. I could drink it, you know. I would get cheap fucking nuggets from the shit that my grandmother used to make or just, I would go even to fucking, who has the worst nuggets? Fucking, um, it's between Wendy's. I would say Burger King. Burger King has the worst nuggets. Hell yeah. They're like, well, they give you 10 for a dollar, but if you got hot mustard, game, set, match. A lot of this stuff. All, all, it's all covered up. It's all garbage. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think like McDonald's fucking nuggets are, it's mechanically separated meat that's bleached with ammonia. It is straight fucking carcinogenic. It's it's cancer. <sighs> it's straight it. bad for you, dude. But God, it's so fucking good. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what they, it's like crack, bro. bro. I don't, I don't mess it's with it, so fucking good. Yeah, when you got you drop a french fry and then bitch still look the same a year, a year later. You go yeah. clean your car out and get up <laughs> under the seat and vacuum. It's hard as a rock, too. It don't even change color. Don't change. That's how you know your food is bad for you, bro. Yeah. If it doesn't fucking, if it doesn't fucking uh, decay, if, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't real, folks. It's pl- it's like two degrees off from plastic. Yeah. So we're in Vegas. Oh, I seen a video. <laughs> I seen a video the other day where they say in China where they're using feces, the protein and feces to create steaks. The fuck out of here. You said, hey, you can pull this shit. It is crazy. What? Oh, yeah. Are you serious? They was grabbing protein China. out of grabbing protein oh, out of poop. Human. Out of human feces and recreating meat. China poop meat. Son of a bitch. Meat made from human feces. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? You pulled it up. Hold on. Yeah, it's right here. Here we go. Disable my ad blocker. God damn it. Stop it. (laughs) Fucking up my goddamn. It's fucking up my. uh, Yeah, my commentator. Yeah, Yeah, man. My commentation. This shit's oh, crazy, bro. Recently, a stomach-churning story about meat synthesized from sewage was picked up by several major news sites. Exactly, bro. And, and admitted, and admitted, I'm sorry, people, I can't read. Some less credible ones. It's a bona fide science section. But get to the fucking point. Japanese, science, Japanese scientists create meat from poop. I did a double take, rubbed my eyes, and made sure that my... Who wrote this shit? Hold on. Japanese scientists make a delicious burger out of human excrement. Get the fuck out of here. Beware Are you serious? You're eating. So I'm getting no meat when I go there. Are you? F- Turd burgers. Yeah, bro. That is disgusting. Y- you know, it's interesting. Like, you know, when you have like the, 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 the fish farms, the reason why I don't eat farm, farm raised fish is because they eat their own shit. You know, and I was telling my girlfriends, like, you know, I don't eat a lot. Of, I eat very little pork. And she's like, why? It's like, because pigs are filthy animals. Yeah. They eat their own shit. 
You know, they 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 sleep and swaddle in their own shit. So I I, the, I I would have to say the only pork that I eat is probably pepperoni. That's it. Salami, pepperoni. That's it. I don't eat. I don't eat. I don't even eat bacon anymore. I gave it up. So I'm like, nope. And you know, my fish that I buy, it's usually uh, wild caught. Yeah. You know, or um, Atlantic salmon, yeah. something like that. I don't eat tilapia. I, oh, I, no. I don't eat tilapia. I don't eat. Um, I don't eat catfish. They're bottom feeders. They're like goats. Mm-hmm. They, they eat shit. They eat trash. Yeah. So you are what you eat. So I'm like, I don't eat it. So um, one thing that I do eat when it comes to fish is either red snapper or redfish. Yeah. Drum or salmon. salmon. And, and if the salmon has to be wild caught, or I don't eat it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but getting back to um, fast food. Um, it's funny how I was like, I'll eat this and I'm going to eat McDonald's. So totally fucking, <laughs> totally, totally fucking oxymoron. Yeah. Um, I started using the McDonald's. I, I would just say this. I, I eat McDonald's under protest and when I'm on the road, you know, if I'm doing the two hour drive, cause I own a lot of properties, folks. Yeah. I own properties that are hours, long fucking drives, you know, and I don't, and I, and I, and I, and I only cook when I have company, mm-hmm. you know? If I'm at home, I'm eating ramen, you know, I, 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 or I just kind of, I'm like Tony Soprano. I just sit there and grab a bunch of fucking deli meat and just eat it out the bag. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally like Tony fucking Soprano. And, um, so I, so my cousin, uh, shout out to Gabriel Villavicencio, shout out to Tig, yeah. shout, out to my, shout out to my cousin. And, uh, he, he, he told me, uh, he's like, man, he's like, bruh, you need to start using that McDonald's app. And I'm like, cause he's like that dude. There's the king of thrifty. He knows how to save a buck. And I started using the fucking McDonald's app. I'm like, yeah, oh, this shit is badass. Cause first of all, the McDonald's app actually tracks you. It sends it straight to the nearest location, right? Okay. And then on top of that, you get like a buy one get one free. For me, it's like, let me tell you something. Coca Cola or Coca Cola products have the best um, concentration at McDonald's. Hands down. And it's actually been proven. They actually have their own unique, like it's like a drum. It's like a sealed 55-gallon drum that's air sealed that goes to McDonald's. And that's why Coca-Cola products at McDonald's taste so good. Mm. True story. So I had a Coke Zero at McDonald's. I'm like, motherfucker, this bitch is good. Because I only drink diet sodas. And I'm like, this shit is amazing. Yeah. I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. You know, and I'm like, I didn't, they didn't have it. I'm like, all right, let me get a Coke Zero. That motherfucker was amazing. I'm like, whoa, okay. I'm going to do the McDonald's app just for the Coke Zero because it's a $1 any size you want. Yeah. And I get the, and I order shit off the dollar menu. So I'm a cheap date. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the fucking, <laughs> I'm going to get the fucking, uh, you know, the, it used to be the $3 bundle. Now it's three fifty. Now it's $4, depending on where you are. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get a McDouble, no pickles and onions, add mayonnaise, it with the fucking fry and a fucking large drink, mm. five five dollars. But with the app, four dollars. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. all right, sounds good. The other cheap shit that I do is I dude. It's funny. I literally have a Sam's card for the pizza. Yeah, I go to Sam's. I don't shop at Sam's. I don't. I do not shop there. I go there for the cheap gas because what's so dope about Sam's? That's no, dope. It's just awesome. The application on your phone. You can literally go to the pump. It knows it tracks exactly where you are and auto charges your credit card. And it is the least expensive gas probably in America, Mm -hmm. you know, Sam's. 
So, but one thing that's so dope about Sam's, you get you get a uh, foot long hot dog and a fucking um, and a fucking uh, thirty two ounce drink for a dollar thirty nine. Fuck with me, because I used to, <laughs> bro. I used to get gas station hot dogs, but the motherfuckers would get you sick. They sure will. Circle K, Circle K, in my honest opinion, had the best gas station hot dogs. Circle K. Because they always would change them. They had the pizzas and they had like the little deals and this, that, and the other. Because they but gave some, a damn. But yeah, <laughs> but then they stopped giving a fuck. And then they're like fucking Apu and they got hair growing on them. And like my girlfriend, she went there and got two hot dogs, I think for $3. Fucked her up. She's like, Ugh. she got like food poisoning. I'm like, what happened? So I went to, I went to the gas station. I'm like, which one's like Circle K? I'm like, mm-hmm. I stopped eating there. Dirty so dog. Like, now, one thing I do like, now one thing I do fuck with Circle K though. Yeah, yeah. You get the fucking, they got the fucking, uh, the 360 machine. You go there, you get the 79 cent, 32 ounce, yeah. 360 machine. You go hard, bro. Man, yeah. It makes me hard, baby. Now, I don't fool with Mickey D's, bro, but when I was in DR, I ate it because the food was, well, was it's, real. Well, it's not from America. The food was the, real. Yeah, so by law, it. see, by law, they and have to the real. Yeah, it has to be made in accordance to their standards. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're going to go to McDonald's, you go to McDonald's in another country. You're good. It's not so cancerous yet, you know. Uh, you know what, man? I was watching something today. They were talking about Dr. Sebi, and they were talking about you know uh, him uh, curing people of of AIDS, cancer, and all these things, lupus, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was like uh, the argument was like if somebody had to cure the cancer, don't you think just give that out to the public? And somebody would say, "Hey, I got the cure." It's like, nah, man. Our country has more people diagnosed with cancer in a year than most countries do in decades. That's true. It's the they don't want you having a cure. It's the food we're eating, bro. They want to put a Band-Aid on it. They want to keep you alive long enough to... They want to keep you alive long enough to bill you. And then you die. (laughs) That's the reality. They want to keep you alive long enough to charge your insurance company. And then you fucking die. Yeah. It's a true story, bro. Yeah, they just want to put a bandage on it, bro. They do not want to. They don't want to fucking. The they don't want to cure you. The cure. The money's in the comeback. Yep. The, the, the money's actually. I don't know. In the comeback, or I don't know. In, in the in the purgatory. I don't know. They, they, the, it's literally while you're sick. They just want to keep you sick yeah, long keep enough. You sick. They want to keep you sick long enough so they can charge you. And that's why, like, yeah, anybody who is actually a healer, they kill you. They just, yeah, stay out of America. Don't come here. Yeah, they're gonna kill you. You know, they're going to kill you and steal all your research. You know, they're like, yeah, we know. They, they're going to kill your ass. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, we knew there was aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we we knew the aliens. Yeah, they've been going the fuck- crazy with that we, too, man. We knew the aliens built the fucking pyramids. <laughs> well, I forgot there's a name for them. I guess the people that came here first. Starts the letter P or some shit. But apparently, like, they used their technology first. They built the pyramids and they used us as slaves and blah, 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 blah. And then they left. They're like, all right, we're stupid. And they're like, yeah, you guys are... In- you indigenous people are beneath us, so we're just going to leave and go conquer somebody else. Goodbye. Yeah. Peace. You're saying they, yeah. they kind of did some shit like the movie Prometheus? Yeah. They come down, show us how to make fire? Uh, <laughs> I, they, I don't know, bro. Just, I just think they kind of just look at this like we, we, like we complicate our own shit. It's like, why even fuck with you? You know? Yeah. It, so it's just like if there are higher beings, which there probably are, they're, like, they're probably looking at us laughing. It's like, you people are fucking stupid. You know? Speaking of stupid, <laughs> speaking of stupid, let me have a conversation with you about these fucking uh, education, the kids. Let's get to Lot it. Love the kids. Let's get to it. So my girlfriend's over here the other day with her son, and I bought him a PlayStation 4. He mm-hmm. never used it. And then all of a sudden, he discovered Fortnite. 
I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So him and his friends are over there playing on the thing. So they're playing Fortnite. He has like four little friends. And then he's on the phone with them on a four-way call. And they're all screaming and this, that, and the other. Yeah. So I just, you know, and it's funny because I like, I like fucking with them sometimes. You know, I, you know, always, you know, I'm just kind of punking them sometimes. And I'm calling them gay and this, that, and the other. I'm like, why do you have a female character? What are you, gay? You know? So I'm just fucking with them, you know? just That's just what I do. I like, to, I like to, you know, just get under his skin. So anyway... So this one kid, I guess one of um, one of my uh, girlfriend's sons, you know, friends, he's on the phone, and I'm like, I'm just having some fun with him. I'm like, hey, just out of curiosity, who is the president on the hundred dollar bill? And they're like, uh, oh, he's the fourth president, he's the third president on the hundred dollar bill. Now we all know it's Benjamin Franklin. We all know Benjamin yeah, Franklin yeah. was not a president; he was an inventor. But um, they're like, hey, he's the third president. Oh, he's the fifth president. I'm like, you motherfuckers are stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you motherfuckers are fucking stupid. You don't know shit. <clears throat> and so, you know, long story short, so um, my girlfriend is very big into higher learning. So she has her son in a what's called math contest. It's a, a, a um elective class. He's in the sixth grade. Yeah. I would definitely <clears throat> say that the boy is extremely gifted. He's beyond gifted. Mm. And I think the issue with him is he's not challenged and his subordinates are too fucking stupid to live. So I kind of feel <laughs> they are, they're fucking dumb. Good. You know? So <clears throat> the issue is, is he's not challenged and he's the top of his food chain. And the sad part is my grandmother says it's an Italian. We throw shit on the wall. It sticks. Mm. So he is the company that he carries. So he's like the smartest of the dumbasses, you know, and it's starting to rub off on him, you know? And instead of him being around higher, you know, people that are more intelligent than him, he's the top, he's the top of his food chain, which is the worst situation you'd be in. Yeah. You know, a lot so of smart people in prison. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's kind of the top of the food chain and, you know, he thinks circles around everybody, but it, it, I, he's bored, you know, mm-hmm. he can play chess. He's beat me, you know? And, um, so they're playing Fortnite, and I'm kind of having, you know, asking them questions and this, that, and the other. I put him in guitar class. He, he He's not really excelling. You know, he's bored, you know. And so we, we fire his teacher. We give him another teacher. And then now he's excelling. So gotcha. <clears throat> needless to say, we put him in this math contest class. And they, so the thing is, uh, there's 17 uh, of his peers that are in the sixth grade. They're in this class and they're testing them every weekend. Like it's a statewide exam based on it. I think it's kind of like an, almost like an IQ test. Yeah. Basically just testing their rating for where they are. Now, now get this. So he fails the exam. And before I jump in his shit, because normally I get in his ass, if he doesn't get the honor roll, I'm like, look, um, if you don't get the honor roll, you are grounded. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Dude. I don't care what your mother says. When you're here, <laughs> you get nothing. Zero. I'm not your friend. Yeah. So the thing is, which is interesting. There's 17 kids that take this exam. 15 fail. That's 11 percent. Yeah, 11 percent pass this exam. So I'm, I'm, you know, and his mother's all been out of shape, and I'm like, no, I'm like, nope. If 17 students take this exam and 15 fail, it ain't the students that failed. It's the teacher. The teacher is not equipping them with enough tools to take an exam of this level. So I blame the instructor. 
And so that's yeah. the sad part. The sad part is, is like, you know, like I was saying before, it's like, you know, I have friends of mine that are teachers that are retiring from being teachers and then becoming diagnosticians because it's so political. I, I, I had a teacher tell me that they literally resigned because they failed a student and they were getting written up because they failed a student. Makes sense of this because he's a dumb fuck, you know, because he wants to be a dumb fuck and he actually is like, yeah. okay, well, and the sad part is when we went to school, if you, if you had a grade point average below a 69, you failed. Yeah. Now it's 50. And now it's yeah, like no students left. Yeah, now it's no student left behind. So now they just push it to the next grade. They don't want to deal with you because they want the money. They want the money that the, the state gives you for the, for the scores and for the exams. And now they actually fill out the fucking shit for you. So it's just like, bro, the bar is fucking low. We cannot Super compete. Low. We can't compete. We can't compete. And the sad part is we do, the kids don't even know their own history. And if you don't know your own history, what happens? History repeats itself. Yeah. <clears throat> they're they're erasing history. They're erasing our history. It's by design, though. Right? Oh yeah, they're just dumbing us fucking down. They're dumbing us fucking down, folks. Yeah, the, you know the prison pipeline. You know. Yeah, they want to keep the families broken, have them raised by women, so they're all fucking emotional and they do stupid <laughs> shit and they go straight to jail, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Right? Yeah. Keep them on food stamps. Keep them on fucking housing vouchers. Keep them in the hood. You know. Keep them voting blue. Mm -hmm. That's what it's, that, that's that's the systematic that's that's the systematic shit, right? Yeah. Yep. Keep us dumb. History repeats itself. Exactly. But it, it just kind of just disturbed me to my fucking core, and this is the and this is why we have no working class, and everybody has this entitled attitude. Like man, I'm, you I'm got kids, man. They better can do multiplication, and bro. Division, bro. I'm going to McDonald's on the dollar <laughs> menu. <laughs> I'm paying them in cash, right? Gotta love this shit. Get to it. I get, I, oh, I get, I get 541. 541. I give them 41 cents yeah. and a 10. Yeah. Uh, bro, you owe me $5, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> or you gotta love this. You gotta love this. Now, everybody knows in fast food, the motherfuckers don't speak English. The motherfuckers don't speak English. You go to the fucking yeah. fast food thing, it's a, it's a fucking recording that's talking to me hello how are you sir yeah yeah <clears throat> let me put my radio voice on hello how are you sir welcome to mcdonald's how may i help you would you like something from our dollar menu yeah. bueno <laughs> bueno blah 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 but the motherfucker don't speak no goddamn Man, but we from texas i can make that shit out i it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no bro hablo no habla espanol no no habla inglés yo hablo espanol un poco yeah man but yeah bro so it's just like bro it's just like they're taking up they're taking over everything bro they're taking over everything and then they're taking all the jobs so you know everybody else is over there playing Fortnite, you know and the people at your drive-thru can't count and then you have your uber, yeah, kids, and then you have yeah. your uber and then you have uber eats yeah. over getting added to with you because i don't want to tip you yeah man customer services went way down uh, the ever since covid and these kids don't give a damn they don't give a damn yeah, bro. Bar the bar, the, bro. We're, we're, bro, figure out what country you want to retire in. It ain't here. It's over, for sure. folks. Like for real. For so sure. I've, I've, my exit plan is Colombia or Thailand yeah, or bro. China. That's it. My girl has a has a condo in Chengdu, so we're good in China. Mm -hmm. You know, and my visa, I need to renew my Chinese visa for ten more years because it expires in December. Mm -hmm. So I need to renew that, and then I need to get what's what is it called a international. Um, what is it called? A uh, 
a real estate visa. I think when you buy property in a country, mm-hmm. you get, you're automatic. It's like it's like a quick start to citizenship. Mm-hmm. I want one of those. But yeah, folks. Yeah. The bar is low, people. The bar is low. The bar yeah. is low. You got the these kids, man. Like I say, man, they they in the eighth, eighth, ninth grade, and they can't do simple multiplication or division. Yeah. The shit we learned in the third grade. Yeah. Yeah. They can't it, fuck it, with it. They can't do uh, decimals, percentages, uh, ratios. They can't, can't none of that shit. What is your opinion of this? I mean, what what do you think the end game is? I mean, do you think, well, I mean, do you think that Trump is going to get reelected? What do you, do you think? Well, this is this is my thoughts on what's going on right now. Right. Well, a lot now. of people, man, a lot of people, if you can afford if you can afford to put your kids in the high learning. Uh, also, too, man, a lot of people are homeschooling because uh, they see that their kids ain't learning shit. Mm-mm. You know, the sad part is, is like, for example, I'm a property owner. I own 31 properties. Mm-hmm. The majority of my money that I pay is in school taxes. Why? This is what I don't understand. If you don't have children, why the fuck am I paying school taxes? I don't get that. <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. It's not. I know. It's, it, it makes sense. It's, it's, it makes it's sense. like taxation without representation yeah. is tyranny. The Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Right? Right? So it's like I'm being taxed for something that I'm not even being represented by. Mm-hmm. I don't have children. Mm-hmm. So the way this is the way that it should be in all seriousness. If you In all seriousness, just like child support. Okay, so for example, as soon as as soon as it's kind of like a straw man, you have your straw man, yep. you know your number, this that, and the other. When you're born, you have a unique straw man or a social security number, this that, and the other. That is tied to your pay stub. Okay, when that child because becomes of age, they if you want to enroll them to a certain school, there's a fee. Okay, you, you pay, it pays for the the the, the food. The teachers, the this, the that, this, that. When they're graduate, they're no longer responsible to yeah. pay for that anymore. And then when you the new kids come in, there you go. Now whether you are a, a um, whether you are a citizen of this country or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a difference. You know, you pay. And it's interesting. We're the only country where it's free. You know, every other country, you got to pay to go to school. Yeah. You know, you got to pay to go to school. So it, the concept should be the same, and you should just have the have this the scale. At, at you know even even on a socialized level, so if you're broke, then you pay this much. If you have, if you got it like that, they do means tests, kind of like we go to the VA. They means test you. If you want to go to VA healthcare, you can you can go there. You can go there now. If you make over a certain amount, you might pay a fraction, you know, of what somebody who can't afford it or somebody may, who may be 100, percent mm-hmm. you know. But that's the way it should be. That that's the way it should be. So the people that actually use it, you pay for it. And the people that don't use it or that people that don't need it or you shouldn't be charging them for some shit they don't need. Exactly. You know, it's horseshit. You know, so that's the way, in my honest opinion, it should be. But um, people should be means test for their children, you know, for school taxes, because like two thirds of the money that I like, dude, I paid $37,000 this year in property taxes. 37 fucking grand, bro. And yeah. pennies, bro. So of that, Alexa, what's. 66% of 37,000. 66% of 37,000 is 24,424. 24 grand, folks. $24,000 that I'm being misrepresented. I, I have no children. That's mm-hmm. bullshit, folks. 24 grand I got robbed out of. The rest of it is, is actually county tax, which actually is I'm okay with paying. Yeah. The rest, horseshit. Yeah. Absolute fucking horseshit. Yep. We're being fucked, folks. All the time. 
You know, it's interesting, though. Before World War I, we didn't even have school taxes. That was enabled by the, uh, was it the Rothschild family? You know, <laughs> to, to create fucking, they got involved with the Department of Education and to, to kind of create more workers. Yeah. Because think about it. Prior to that, everybody was self-employed. Nobody worked for somebody. Yeah. Mostly, Our yeah. founding fathers, do you think they had a job? No, they were all self-employed. Yeah. All of the founding fathers, like we didn't, we didn't have any of that shit until like what? We didn't have, we didn't have property taxes. No, I think we had property taxes, but I don't think we had school taxes or any of these other miscellaneous things that we were required to pay the Federal Reserve or any of that shit. Yeah. Until after the Titanic sunk, you know, <laughs> you know that story, right? You know, yeah. everybody that had, uh, everybody that had a say about the or who voted against the Federal Reserve died on the Titanic. Was on the boat. Or on the boat. It's funny, man. Uh, it's funny how that always happens. Well. A plane is always crashing or disappearing or something. Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. It just yeah. had a, it just had an African billionaire uh, die in a helicopter crash here yeah. stateside. Moral of the story is: if you got money, don't don't fly no goddamn helicopter. If you ain't part of the get along gang, <laughs> you got money. Yeah. You watch your back, Kobe. Yeah. We are out of time, folks. <laughs> it's been real. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking us out. Welcome to the King's Thought of the Day podcast. Zaggy. Shout out to my co-host, T. Swin. We love you. We love you. Congratulations on the book. Yes, Go get yourself a copy pre-order at mcabw.com. Love, love is the sucker. 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 Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. King's Thought of the Day, very unsensible podcast. We say bitch and hope. <laughs> we say bitch and hope. Ready, shout out? Hey, man. Shout out to the whole CTR media. Shout out to my co-host on the MTABW, Me and Canal Drew on podcast, JB. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my pops. My pops had surgery this past Friday, man. He's doing good. Shout out to me. Thank God. Mr. Swin. Yes, sir, man. Big T Swin. And, man, shout out to the fam, my twin. Shout out to Terrell. My sister. Everybody, shout out to Miss Sheep Trucking. Shout out to Mr. Clay and Wind Down Wednesday. Make sure you check him out. And most of all, make sure you check out the King's Thought of the Day podcast. Tune in, uh-huh. man. Sirius XM, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, man. Everywhere. 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 Like Bobby said, we're everywhere, man. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I met some really interesting people, man. So I, uh, I want to say uh, shout out to uh, the money team, Leonard Ellerby. Um, I want to send a shout out to uh, Andrew. Uh, I want to say this correctly. Bacanegra. Bacanegra. Uh, let's see. Mario Serrano at, uh, with Fight Action. Uh, Renzo Cubas. I want to send a shout out to Willie really Great. Like I said, happy birthday yeah, to Willie really Great. Birthday, bro. Let's see. Uh, Chan. Uh, I want to say this correctly. Chan Tonson with uh, Boswell Promotions. Yeah. Jeff DeBreezy. J. Rolls, Joseph Brown. So, um, yeah, those are uh, that's, that's my list of uh, my list of shoutouts. Uh, I also want to send a shout out to Jason Lee. Uh, good luck to you on the uh, uh, what is it? The uh, he's running for uh, public office out there in uh, Stockton. Hey. So, uh, shout out to uh, Jason Lee. Uh, he's running for city council. I think district district six. That's my guy, Jason Lee. Shout out to uh, uh, Parkwood Entertainment. Shout out to, uh, I think that's it for now. 
you know. But uh, thank you for everybody who uh, likes, comments, subscribes below. Thank you for everybody who listens to the show. And shout out to everybody in Africa who checks us out. Uh, shout out to everybody in Angola. Shout out to Thailand, Colombia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out. Hey, shout out to Taylor Paris, man. He come in, man. Thank you for watching. Y'all be cool, man. Peace out. Peace.